Hello humans, hello humans. Clipping up the little recording device here. We're out in the greenhouse again. It's May 11th. It's probably, I don't know, 8.15, something like that. AM. Uh, Pacific Coast time. Out here washing windows or glazing. It's not windows, it's polycarbonate. Uh, five layers of the stuff because of the wind loads we've got to deal with out here. I'm a groaner. I'll warn you in advance. I'm old and I'm feeling all of the activity of the past um, couple of weeks in the tendons. Lots of cleanup. We've got pollen all over the glazing out here. It accumulated over a couple of years and I've got to get it get it gone. Seriously reduces the light levels. Anyway, so we want to talk about uh, mind and discipline and money and drugs. Uh, okay. The whole drugs thing <laughs> comes to mind because I'm hurting. And um, this is going to be an issue for all of us as we go forward uh, because of the effect of the money. So you have to understand, and you know, I really, I think we could actually, uh, to a certain extent, subvert or co-opt uh, most of the radical progressives if they were to grasp what's going to happen to them um, because of the uh, death of the dollar. And so uh, what's actually occurring first is not going to be the death of the dollar because we'll still have dollars, we'll still use them here, that kind of thing, right? It's the death of the petrodollar for sure. And when the petrodollar dies, something else that's going to die is the credit system. And everything functions on the credit system here. Um, it's truly bizarre when you really look at it as to how uh, pervasive uh, the global system of credit is in the production of all things. Um, so you have contracts. Hang on. You have contracts for... Um, well, you have production lines, right, to produce anything. What I'm concerned about at the moment are the credit impacts on the healthcare system. As we've seen in the uh, uh, pandemic here, uh, the depopulation effort and all of that, uh, the whole thing was run on credit. The hospitals were paid vast quantities of money to kill people. I like Lee Merrick's... Um, uh, attribution of iatricide, you know, deliberate death by doctor, uh, that the system employed, right? So all these doctors are just stupid fuckers. Can't believe how absolutely, insanely, idiotically dumb they are. Um, I'm getting set up to go and do some scrubbing of glazing here in a minute, dealing with some plants that have to be moved to another area. Anyway, um, 
so our our whole system runs on credit. Hospitals are run on credit. Uh, they buy stuff on credit. Everything is, you know, 30-day pay, all of that. Used to be when you picked something up, you paid for it, right? So um, even at a wholesale level. Uh, this is the situation with functioning um, sound money. So in those countries now where they don't have uh, effective fiat, effective um, uh, central banks, they don't have an effective credit system. So if you're running a business and you're... Um, buying stuff at a wholesale level in order to make a product and sell it retail, you got to pay for your wholesale material as you pick it up, right? As you use it. That's not the case for our central bank uh, created system because these guys run on credit. And so our hospital buys stuff on credit that they pay for 30, 90, 120 days later, depending on how these deals are structured. Uh, gonna make some other extraneous noise here. The concern at the moment is the um, uh, provision of actual drugs for people here in the Western world as the system comes apart because we're going to get uh, the collapse of the credit-based manufacturing system and that's going to include all medicines now admittedly uh big pharma is a death industry right but they still some of them still produce some medicines and we're going to need those going forward this is why i've been telling people you know grow poppies if you need somebody's going to need heavy duty pain meds in the coming year and you can make it out of poppies as a tea or as a paste even dried and ground up more extraneous noise watch out doggo anyway so um our whole system here all credit based will collapse before um, the end of the banks, or, or simultaneous uh, with the end of the banking system. Since the, the credit is a systemic part, right? Not an individual element. So it's not like it's a bank or, you know, there's any uh, institution per se. We're talking about an element, an attribute, an aspect of the system itself. And as such, it's ephemeral, right? So as the con just like confidence in our basic dollar and the uh, all of the systems that it supports. When the confidence goes away in the political, which it's, it's leaving now, now that we know and, you know, everybody can acknowledge that the Bidens are a crime family and the whole thing, yada, yada, yada. Um, but as the confidence goes away in the money, we'll also end up with the nearly instant disappearing of credit as an effective tool. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be weird because the post office guys will drive their little vehicles up get gasoline and their card ain't gonna work 
they ain't going to get gasoline for doing their deliveries. Um, you know, it's all going to be upended very quickly. Because a lot of these things will just be turned off. And that crash will truly be a crash, a systemic crash. And we'll have to decide what we recoup and what we rebuild. And there's going to be a predictable period of time with non-functioning elements of the system. And in my way of thinking, one prepares for uh, the most severe impact, uh, the intersection of the most severe impact and the most likely uh, events, right? So it's pretty predictable that the pharmaceutical industry is going down just because of the uh, nature of them having killed everybody with the, their vaxes and shit and the retribution that's going to come their way, albeit slowly. <sighs> you know, that's what's frustrating as a, quote, conspiracy theorist, right? You're always living two and three years ahead of everybody else. Um, anyway, so I'm worried about the, the impact of that and the need for people that will continue in spite of the fact that the credit system isn't there to prompt the other systems for the fulfillment of that need. Good girl. Yeah, I know. We're going to start scrubbing. She's not a big fan of that. Anyway, um... So there's, um, here in the U.S., here in the Western world, all the kids uh, have a, really, dis they haven't been taught anything, uh, really, about the, about history or the real world or <laughs> mostly anything about anything other than, oh, you know, uh, I think I'm a quadrinary gender, Right? That um, so so the, they understand gender studies. They understand communism, uh, which is you know Wokonianism is uh, Marxism without the economic aspect of it. Elevates so it's communism, where they take away the motivating factor of the economy and you being poor, and they make the motivating factor uh, equity, equality, this kind of shit, right? Which is horseshit. Humans are not equal. There's no fucking way. Anyway, different, different subject for a different day. So, as the credit system breaks down, um, these kids are going to run into a, to a situation where they are going to be forced to reinvent the 1800s or the 1700s, right? Because um, it was applicable in both cases. Um, my meaning for that is that in the, the 1800s, uh, opium poppy cultivation was widespread all around the planet. Uh, to a certain extent, well, no, it still is. Uh, it's been concentrated into um, real industries, uh, you know, heroin production, all of that kind of shit. But, um, and even, you know, legitimate uh, opiates for for medicine, but look at how they're just so afraid to give you those in, in hospitals anymore. They keep trying to fob you off with these synthetics, with Tylenol and all of this kind of crap. Uh, anyway, so it used to be that every um, 
Edwardian or Victorian gardener, and you know, over here in the U.S., uh, we grew poppies extensively uh, from the very first uh, settlers that were here. It was some of the things they brought were poppy seeds, and they started growing them. They also found native varieties, non uh, somniferum, though, non opium producing poppies. Uh, I don't know if there were any native opium producers here. Anyway, they grew them in um, quantity. Um, it was uh, the thing that saved everybody after the end of the Civil War. It was so brutal. So many people were so damaged. So many amputees. It was the first time we'd had uh, serious levels of battlefield surgeries, which didn't go well, you know, of course. So, um, yeah, I'm actually into some of the scrubbing at the moment. Anyway, uh, we're going to have to reinvent that, where all of these kids are. Because I don't know how long it'll go, right? The Soviet Union had an um, entirely different issue. They didn't have the problems with their medical system the way we do, because ours has been captured by... Um, the Rockefeller Institute, or in, the Rockefeller in Initiative for Public Health, launched in 1909. Um, but it was actually taken over as part of this big Kazarian Mafia movement uh, that began in 1890 and had its near-term goal of 1905 and the launch of uh, Einstein into the public realm. Uh, which is another subject entirely. But anyway, so um, they take away public health of the 1800s in 1909. They make, um, I think 1909 was when opium was made illegal in the U.S. And at that point, we had some 10% of our population that was addicted. Nowhere near the damage that we get now with fentanyl. And by the way, you can't use fentanyl as a, an effective painkiller uh, because of the uh, number of reasons. Not only who made it, what else is in there, all of that kind of shit. But it's a, um, a different class of drug from what you're going to need. Okay, so again, my advice is to take up the ancient art of poppy cultivation and go and look at books on how to make pain-relieving tea and all of these kind of things, right? Uh, you're have to do for ourselves now because you won't have systems, you won't have credit to prompt them to make the crap to then sell to you, uh, expecting to get their money later on. It'll be an entirely different world. Some money produces a different kind of set of systems to operate off of. And we don't have the other supporting parts of those systems now, so we're going to have to reinvent them. Uh, there's a number of other drugs, a number of other plants you can cultivate. So uh, dandelion, for instance, has pain-relieving uh, capacity. You have to know how to use it. You have to concentrate it. It's not as easy as... Um, Opium poppies, the stuff about addiction is highly, on opium, by the way, is uh, highly slanted and overdone. We had 10% of our population here in the U.S. 
um, we're addicted, we're, we're physically dependent, okay? Because it's not an addiction in the way of like fentanyl. Uh, opium use, opium habituation and opium dependency, physical body dependency does not operate the way that we see with addictions to modern synthetic drugs. Uh, but 10% of our population required it every day. A lot of people would use it twice a day uh, for the pain because shit was harsh after the, in the 1800s, Revolutionary War, all of that. Um, you know, body degradation, still had disease, damage, wounds, all of this sort of shit. And you need pain relief, as you will need pain relief as we go forward. And like I say, as you will discover, right? Man, we got pollen on these. I'm glazing inside and out. I'm doing the inside. I've gotten, this is about the last section here in this one wall. A lot of these panels to do. Then I gotta go and do them outside. And the pollen on the outside is sort of like baked on. Anyway, so, um, um, so like I say, uh, uh, opium use is not the kind of uh, addictive problems we see with modern drugs. There was a guy, let me see, uh, Captain Sir Francis uh, Richard, Richard uh, Captain Sir Richard Francis Burton. Uh, he was a, a Victorian spy for Britain. He was what they called an Orientalist. Um, and he had this habit, he had an interesting take on discipline in mind discipline and would use frequently he would go and do missions for the British government just to get the fuck out of the, the social order there he was a Sigma male uh, I've been to his um, crypt in England fascinating study in uh, secret society and Masonic imagery he was a deep, deep mason dude. He was a physician, and he spoke Arabic. He was a linguist, spoke a number of languages, Sanskrit even. Well, Pali. Um, and Pakrita, uh, the effective derivations of Sanskrit for daily use. Anyway, a uh, fascinating guy. He had this idea of discipline when it came to opium. He wouldn't use it in England, or he wouldn't use it when he was in Europe. A lot of people did. Uh, women used it monthly for menstrual issues and so on, uh, at least. Probably a good portion of English um, uh, Victorian, Edwardian and Victorian social order was to some level habituated to it. So it was in constant daily use. Uh, but you don't see the kind of cravings or any of the stuff you get from the synthetics or the derivatives, including heroin. And you do go through withdrawal uh, from uh, opiate use if you get to that level of habituation. It takes about 10 days, but even then, after that uh, withdrawal, uh, you'll never go back to uh, this particular level of problem as a, uh, as a depend, someone dependent on the uh, stuff, because the 10-day period of withdrawal has very little to do with the mind and has a lot to do with the brain and the body having to start making uh, the opiates that you had supplied from an external source. So it's just a, a matter of kicking your body into 
production again. Uh, it doesn't have the mind craving effects that uh, modern drugs do, right? The mind distorting effects. And that actually has to do too with our um, fake money, okay, the fiat money. So you've all heard the phrase, uh, you know, the saying about uh, strong men, you know, produce a, a solid society, blah, 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 which in turn produces effeminate and weak men, right? Because they don't have the challenges of the strong men, that kind of a thing. Um, this is also true of money. If you, if you don't have sound money, you have loose money, right? It can be created as in a central bank with no cost or penalties to anybody. So it has a tendency to, to uh, create dangerous behavior and tendencies uh, and lack of discipline within humans. So um, Captain Sir Richard Francis Burton would, was never an opium addict, even though he would use it whenever he was in the Orient, as it was the custom there. And he would go as a spy. He didn't go as a tourist. He was, a, a, you know, um, speaking Arabic and pretending to be an Arabic physician from Yemen, I think. But I don't remember exactly where he pretended to be from. But he could pass, right? He could pass as an Arab. And that's why he was a very effective spy. He wrote some cool books, if you ever want to read about his adventures. Some of which are lies, but lots of truth in there. His commentary on the conditions of the time and the social orders are, uh, and how they responded are fascinating. Anyway, so... Um, our discipline is uh, destroyed by what we call loose money. The fake money that the central bank puts out because it costs no one anything to produce it, unlike gold, silver, whatever, where you got to get off your fat ass and go and dig, as so many of our kids are going to discover. <coughs> anyway, um, that produces uh, loose discipline in men. That lack of discipline in men creates a lack of discipline in women, and so you have loose men and you have loose women and you have loose morals, and you find that your society ends up being manipulated by the Khazarians, because it was all a plan. And that's where we are today. And at the end of that period of time, which is where we are in this period, you're going to go through and discover who you are with discipline and getting up off your fat ass and doing work. And some of this can involve suffering, because we won't have the credit system anymore to provide you with all the cheap shit from China that you had no real right to have access to in a sound money system. So, you won't have cheap shit from China, you won't have credit, and we won't have drugs. So you better learn to manufacture your own. Coincidentally, we have a situation where much of the social order is like, especially out here in the West, you know, uh, California, Oregon, Washington, they've basically decriminalized all drugs. You got people, you know, smoking fentanyl in the middle of the streets in the state capital. So that's good management for you. Anyway, so we'll end up with probably about 10% of our population habituated to opium 30, 40, 50 years from now, but we won't have 
the pharmacy system we have now, the big pharma and all of that. So we're going to have to do what people have always done. And this is probably a consistent level. So um, in the 1800s, uh, Sir Richard Francis Burton, he reported about 10% of people, depending on some of the areas and who was in the management, you know, what kind of a warlord was the top dog, 10 to 20% of the people were or 10% of the people were uh, habituated. And much of his work as a physician was helping these people get over it. Uh, it's not that difficult. Nowadays, they have drugs. You do it all in like four hours. Uh, kicks your body back into making the uh, naturally occurring opiates in your system. Anyway, so just something to investigate, people. We've got a crash coming all this we're happening now really all this shit's accelerating we're gonna have a seriously interesting summer it's gonna be interesting on so many levels one of the ways it's gonna be really interesting is that we're not gonna have the um, predictable accepted designed uh, economic crashes in the fall right these were all done around jewish holidays by the jewish bankers for the purposes of the jewish kazarian mafia and um we're not going to have those we're going to have a crash in summer and it's going to just blow their minds going to absolutely freak them out because they have no plans for dealing with it and no um appreciation for the impact of it either okay so i've got to do hosing and stuff here and i will shut this off let me do another one. It's difficult as one might imagine. Okay, talk to you later.